Yo, if you guys got merch and want to send it to me, I'll rep the squad always. My plan is to literally, by the end of like, I don't know, let's say next year, I want like a full fit from head to toe, hat to shoes, merch. I'm repping all the brands at the same time because I support you guys. I believe in the people. Gotta support the troops, you know what I'm saying? What's new, what's new? Welcome back to another music interview. I'm Justin the Floor God. This is the So Who's Up Next podcast, the show of curious conversations, speaking with artists and people in the music space about ideas that inspire. Reality is up next. Between growing his business out of his garage, Diamond Studios, styled DMND Studios, and working on his artistry, Reality has had the pleasure of wearing what sounded like nearly all the hats in his part of the music industry, but really this talk is a masterclass in inspiration. People enjoy other worlds of sci-fi and fantasy because it entertains ideas outside of our own that are also grounded in reality so we can relate to that. But it's up to us as to how we use those ideas to progress our own agendas, in this case, musical ones. I learned so much in this one, and I'm sure you will too, so let's get right into it. Reality, nice to have you on the show. Thank you for having me, man. It's it's a pleasure. Super excited to get into this. But before we do, who are you? <laughs> Tell me a little bit about <laughs> where you grew up. I know you're in Chicago right now, but were you always there or how, what's that been like for you? Well, I go by the name Reality. I am a music artist, record producer, audio engineer. I'm actually right outside of Chicago. So I'm in a suburb. Literally, you could drive in any direction for like 10, 15 minutes and you'll get to the city. Right outside Chicago, I know people out here in Chicago, they're very serious. If you're not from the city, yeah. then you're not from the city and they'll let you know that. I just say I'm from Chicago because don't nobody know that where, what the hell <laughs> suburb I'm in. So so I just say I'm from Chicago, you know, they don't care. I've been here my whole life. It's cool, man. It's uh, very diverse. That's what I love about the city. It's very, very diverse. A lot, there's a lot going on at all times. It's a little bit of a love-hate relationship sometimes, but it's cool. It's cool out here, man. Everything's all good. Yeah, that's super cool. And I feel like with a city that big, you know, diversity is bound to, you know, be there in some capacity or another. I know you're 11 years plus in the making at this point in time. Um, yes, sir. That, that obviously comes with a lot of, you know, hardship and struggle and learning and things like that. But when did you know you wanted to really buckle down and get into this? What was that one thing for you or maybe multiple instances, but um, if there was anything that ultimately was like your sign, like, hey, let's jump all in on this. What was that for you? Yeah. Well, music has always kind of just been a part of my life. It's crazy now as an adult, I look back at my childhood and I was I was eight, nine, 10 years old writing songs, things like that, that we do as kids. We don't even realize until we're older that we were starting to like pave the way for certain interests in the kind of direction that our life goes in. And um, so music has always just kind of been a part of my life. I got my first microphone sometime in middle school, probably seventh or eighth grade. And I was just like recording songs on my own on GarageBand. It wasn't until I got to high school that I met, sophomore year, I met my homie Jakari. And I found out that he rapped as well because I went to a uh, predominantly white, predominantly rich Catholic school. And I'm Mexican. I'm not rich. So I always felt like I stood out over there. Like I never felt like I fit in. Mm -hmm. And Jakari, you know, he's my homie. He's not, he's not rich either. He's black. One of the only black kids at, in our grade. Um, so we kind of like bonded over that, that we were kind of different and the fact that we both rapped and yeah. that was kind of like the, the glue that kept us together. And I literally, I talked to him on the phone today. Like that's still like, 
like my brother that that's my guy yeah. me and him were just kind of casually rapping sophomore and junior year senior year it just kind of like we got really into it and we we're like dude like let's do this like let's let's really really do this so at this point i was probably like maybe like five six years of just casually doing it mm -hmm. but it wasn't until my senior year where i where i chose the name reality and then that's when you know, I haven't, I have not stopped since then, since senior year, it has been like, that's been my life. And I, I don't really know what it was, man. It's just me and him doing it and, and realized how much we really love it and realize that there is nothing else that we want to do other than this. So that's kind of, kind of what we, we, we just decided at the same time to do. I feel like everyone's got to start somewhere. And I think it's even better that you started with a friend at the same time, mm -hmm. you know, because yeah. community is so important. But besides your homies, you know what I mean? Your, your inner circle, have you branched out at all in Chicago or are you just kind of like doing your own thing? What's that been like for you? I've definitely branched out. I um, have a network of people, but I, as far as like my team and the people that I trust and the people that I confide in, it's still a small circle. Mm -hmm. You know, there, there is a, there's a select few people that I allow into my life and I allow them to be a part of my process. And then there's other people that I just collaborate with or just, you know, it's, it's just a cordial working relationship, but that's kind of as far as it goes. But I have definitely branched out. You know, I've, I've worked at, at a couple different studios. I've, you know, before I was engineering, I would actually go to studios as well and book studio time and have them mix and master my shit. Like ever since my TikTok started doing some numbers, I have people from all around the world sending me their music and I'm I'm working with people that don't even speak the same language as me, which is really cool. So like my yeah. network has gone from like this, like little to like, it's, it's getting, it's getting bigger, man. Sometimes I have to like remind myself or ask the artist, like, dude, like respectfully, like what, what did we work on? Because like, I, I forget, <laughs> yeah. dude, and I tell him, I'm like, dude, it's, it's never personal, yeah. but like I work with so many people and talk to so many people on the daily. Like I need you to remind me what was that song that we did or where, where did I meet you? You know? And, mm -hmm. and, uh, it's, it's kind of funny, but yeah, man, I have a, an extensive network that just kind of keeps growing. I definitely want to get into the power of social media and TikTok, especially Ooh. as far as like the strategies and just explore that further. But I'm also curious, I can see right now you're sitting in your garage home studio that you built. I'm just worried, honestly, is, is the, <laughs> the best word for it. Because while I'm grateful that you have this new problem of I'm trying to manage all these the different projects and work with all these different people. It seems like the further in time we go now that your home studio, your physical base is going to be more and more useless um, in regards yeah. to like working with people. So is that like a something that you've thought about in the back of your mind? Like how do you manage relationships that are outsourced? Yeah, you know, it's funny that you say that uh, because it's going on to almost a year that I like started my project in here. Mm -hmm. It kind of started out of necessity just because, you know, the pandemic, like I, I was working at an actual studio, things didn't work out with them. So then I kind of started doing my own thing in my house. Pandemic happened, did not want people in my house. Right. So I started building it like in here. Cool that I'm in a garage now. At the end of the day, it's still a garage and I'm not going to be in the garage forever. Mm -hmm. So I, I am thinking of like sometime in the near future, starting Diamond Studios elsewhere and uh, just kind of like branching out. But I mean, a big part of my business is still 
physical in here. Like I still have a lot of clients that come in and like, I got a booth right here that record in the booth and then yeah. sit right here next to me while. So it's like the, the physical base is still a big part of it. And mm -hmm. even though, even though like I work remotely with a lot of people and they send me their stuff, I don't like to work on that stuff in my house. Yeah, I like to come in here and treat this like the job that it is and the office that it is. Cause to me, it's not, it's not a garage. To me, this is my office. This is where I work. This is my, my office. We, we started this out of necessity. And now that the resources are becoming a little bit more abundant, I'm looking at uh, just branching out, man. Diamond Studios is less of a physical place and more of like a, a state of mind. So that's super on brand as well for you to say that just because when I talk to artists on the show, it's always sure you've got this art, but it's also an act of world building in both the physical sense and then like the mental sense. So to see the extension of your world from like a physical Diamond Studios to a mental place, I think it's, it's really cool that you've spent this much time on it and are finding more and more success. So have you considered like getting a team behind you? Because I know like being a one man army is uh, a lot of work and, you know, you can put a lot of pride in yourself, but in that way, all that work can get to be a burden. And that's, yeah. uh, you, you were talking earlier about how you're, you've got to juggle all these people and just organization of all that is a hassle. And for me, especially like my month of June, I booked an interview basically like every day, every other day, something like that. Ooh. Crazy, bro. <laughs> like do not do that. Yeah. You will get burned out so fast. Have you been entertaining getting more people on board? And what are your thoughts about that? Yeah, of course, man. I, like I, I wear a lot of hats because sometimes I have to but I am very well aware of what I can do and what I can't do. So, you know, I have my graphic designer, even though I haven't seen him probably since I was in college. It's been been a couple of years since I've actually seen him. Mm -hmm. But like, that's my guy. You know, if I yeah. if I need some cover art, like I know who I'm going to. I, I got I got a couple people that I know I can go to. And, you know, we've built this working relationship over the past couple of years. I like there's just that confidence, you know, and I have these video guys that unfortunately, both of them, I mean, unfortunately for me, fortunate for them, they are in LA now, they're LA based. They were Chicago based and now, you know, they're doing very big things in LA, yeah. but those are still my guys. You know, like I've been in contact with one of them recently to shoot a music video. So even though I know how to shoot and edit and all that stuff, I don't want to, you know, I don't, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want to yeah. do that. I haven't, I have enough hats on. Like I, that's not something that I want to do. I'd rather pay somebody else to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so I, I do have, I do have my team. I even, um, I met somebody on TikTok. We formed a great working relationship that she gives me like marketing advice and she, she basically helped me out through the entire diamond sessions process and oh, wow. so you know if i if i need some advice i can go to her and i've never met her in person but like mm -hmm. we've had sit down you know meetings and stuff over over facetime so i do have my team and i'm not the kind of guy that likes to shop around I like to find one person or one thing that I really, really like and kind of like build on that instead of like working with someone different every time, unless I feel like I need to work with someone different. Right. Um, then I, I really like to like keep my, my circle tight and, and work with the people that, that I trust. So I'm, I'm definitely not opposed to like adding more people in. It's just like, you know, how can you help me? But more importantly than that, maybe like, how can I help you? You mm -hmm. know, it's like, it's a, it's a mutual thing. I don't want it to just be me, 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 me. Like, I also want to help you out. So, so yeah, man, the, the, the team is, I can, I couldn't do what I do without them man, or not as effectively. For sure. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, definitely having other people's skill set within your reach and having that working relationship where you can rely on them, vice versa, 
definitely an important thing. Enough talk about like the business stuff. You just wear all the hats. You just said so yourself. Every aspect of artistry, engineering, production, marketing, mm -hmm. everything and more that I, uh, you know, can't even know. Tell me about the artistry. We mentioned before you're 11 plus years in at this point in time. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of experience under your belt. What are you doing differently now that you weren't at the start? Like if there's like this one yeah. shift in kind of headspace that's, you know, really elevated your game, what, what is it? It's funny that you mentioned that probably for the past little bit more than a month or, or maybe a, even a little bit longer than that, maybe like a month or two, I haven't really been working on a lot of music um, just because from like December to about like February or something, I was writing a lot of music. I was writing for the month of December. I challenged myself to write one verse every single day for the entire month because I knew that I wanted to to drop a project soon. Mm -hmm. Um which ended up being Diamond Sessions. So I figured I was like, even if I don't end up using these verses, I'll probably be able to find one bar that I like and then mm -hmm. make a song out of that. Or so it's just like allowing me to like push my pen and to really, you know, tighten up my writing. So ever since I dropped Diamond Sessions uh, back in April, I kind of stopped working on music and focused a little bit more on my business. Mm -hmm. uh, just because I'm like, you know what? I put out a project. You guys can chew on that for a while. Mm -hmm. And then I'll recollect myself. And when I feel... Like I have something to say because I feel like I kind of said everything that I had to say at that point in my life in Diamond Session. So I kind of left it there. The way that I see it right now is I'm I'm experiencing life so that I have more to talk about later. Because right. like I said, I felt like I talked about everything that I needed to say at that point. So now I'm living more life to be able to, to write about that. But one thing that I, I'm really kind of like playing around with right now is... I'm not really even writing lyrics that much anymore. I'm mm. kind of like freestyling songs. You know, I'll either find a beat or I'll make a beat. Like I'll just throw together some drums and a random sample or something and, and just put it together. I will like freestyle melodies, just literally gibber like na, 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 yeah. na, na. You just just melodies, just get the ideas out, record those and then write a song around that. Pick my favorite melodies and, and, and write a song around that. Mm -hmm. And I did that recently with this new song that I'm working on. And I feel like it's the best song that I've made like probably ever. Wow. And that, that's something that's really working for me just because I feel like it, it's faster. It feels like more like real. Sometimes mm -hmm. I hate sitting down and like typing, you know, like, oh, like oh, that doesn't rhyme. Mm -hmm. You know, that, that to me, that to me is like, it's right now. It's just so slow. And I get in my own head mm -hmm. and I, I'm like, ah, I don't even want to write this anymore. You know, yeah. so it's like, I can't find a word that rhymes. So I'd rather just kind of like think of like one or two bars at a time. Yeah. And just like lay it down and then like step back and play the music and, and walk around the room and, mm -hmm. and listen to listen some more. And then, you know, oh, OK, and then and say some more. And that's what I'm I'm doing right now. So I'm not even writing lyrics. I'm just freestyling songs. And it's working for me right now, man. I've made some, some yeah. pretty cool stuff with that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. There's such a different but equally as great value in taking your time as there is trying to freestyle and find that emotional connection which I think you can do a lot faster when you try to freestyle. And that's something mm -hmm. that I know I need to work on. I mean, I'm not in the same like hip hop rap genre as you, but you know, I like to mess around with beats as well. And and so I like two days ago, a day ago, I was trying to freestyle for like the first time in like, I don't know, a couple months, something like that. Cause I'm bad at it. Right. So I was like, let's see, I have this beat. I think it's cool. Let me see what I can come up with. And I came up with like one line I really liked, but that line, I was like, that's kind of smart. I, I saw the value in that. You know what I mean? Yeah, At the same definitely. time, 
my my process is completely opposite from what you got. I have to spend the time, get it right on paper, and then get it right on the mic kind of thing. It's definitely not um, the, the flip side of that coin that you experienced. But like I said, there's value in both um, in different ways. I know you said that the diamond sessions, you know, that's something that we're able to chew on for a minute now. You also got new stuff in the works. Is it going to be in project form? Or I know with like marketing and stuff, a lot of people are saying like drop singles, drop singles. Do you have a plan for that or what's coming up next for you? I have a journal where I write my goals at the beginning of every year, like literally January 1st, I write my goals mm -hmm. every year and then I revisit it at the end of the year. I don't look at it for the whole year. I just like, I write it down and I let it be. And for the past couple of years, it has been a goal of mine to create a project entirely with my own two hands like nobody else touched it it was just me this was kind of like accomplishing one of my goals and like kind of checking that off and now that i got rid of that it's like i'm okay with not putting out a project right now that's not that's not where my mind is right now like i already finished that so i'm working on solidifying myself now and, and building myself up because I, I know you said that you're not in like the the hip-hop rap genre that i'm in but like dude I, I i think that for me hip hop is like my my base like mm -hmm. that's what i like kind of center the rest of my music around but dude like i mean i'm working on like a pop punk song yeah. right now that's like pop punk with like live drums and trap drums and you know and i'm working on some like some r&b and, and you know so i i like to I like to work on so many different kinds of music because I listen to so many different genres of music and I like to throw those all in together um, and, and make something freaking weird and, and different, you know. Right now, my focus is kind of on like reinventing myself again because I feel like for Diamond Sessions, that was um, like there was no hooks in Diamond Sessions. Mm. It was just kind of me telling the listener where I am in life or where I was in life at that specific moment, mm -hmm. rather than me trying to like make hit songs or anything. And now I'm, I'm kind of trying to reinvent myself and all right, I told you a bit about who I am now. Now let me show you what else I can do. Mm -hmm. You know, so I'm, I'm trying all these different things out and just honestly re reestablishing myself, man, reinventing myself and my focus, especially as of late that I've been writing more music that I've been, since I've been going through a lot more in life now, I'm um, just focusing on, on making music that people have not heard from me before. Something mm -hmm. different and something refreshing. Because I feel like even Diamond Sessions, that like people had not heard me like that before. And now I, I kind of want to continue that. Like you already heard that. So why would I give that to you again? Yeah. I'm going to give you something else. I'm going to give you something else that you don't know that you need until you hear it. Mm -hmm. For sure. I like that. That's a That's a neat business model as well. I don't, I don't even know what that would translate to, like, because I don't know what I'm missing right now. But when I listen, I'll know. So exactly. I'm very excited, exactly. very excited for that, whatever that can translate to. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, so in instances past, you've created a, a very much like a conversational tone. Is that kind of where you're leading us further conversation, but in different ways? Or is it going to be more of a like I'm rapping at you instead of trying to talk to you kind of thing? I, I really kind of am trying to get away from the I'm rapping at you thing because I feel like for so many years of my career, that's what I was doing, you know, it's like especially in my early years, you know, when I was in high school and even when I was in college, 
I always wanted to be the rapidy rap guy because Eminem was, has always been like my main guy. So like, I always kind of like modeled myself after him. I don't see it that way anymore. You know, like Eminem, it will always be my top guy, but he's not making my favorite music right now. Mm -hmm. You know, and sometimes I listen to him and I feel like, damn dude, like, chill you know, like like relax bro like don't don't freaking yell at me man is this all you know and and that's why i want to get away from that you know when i have to step into that bag i will mm -hmm. uh but i don't feel the need to do that anymore more so like my my goal right now is maybe not always create a conversational tone because sometimes i i don't always want it to seem like you and i are having a conversation i want it to seem like i'm telling you so like like just listen to me i'm not rapping at you but just like listen to what I have to say type shit, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's almost like a, like a, like a one-sided conversation, or at least I'm telling my part of the, of the story real quick. I always want my songs to make you feel something. Mm -hmm. And I want you to feel what I feel. Maybe it's not the exact same thing that I feel, or maybe it's not even what I intended you to feel. Mm -hmm. But if you feel something, then I did my job mm -hmm. because anything, anything that makes you feel something is very powerful because for something external that's not in your head or, or not a part of you to, to change the way that you feel emotionally, physically, whatever, to chemically change your brain, that's very powerful. So if I make you feel something, then I did my job. So I, I'm just focusing on making people feel something and Honestly, just creating the vibes, man. If you can vibe to it, you don't even got to understand what I'm saying. I do a lot of Spanish stuff. Mm. Uh, you don't even got to understand what I'm saying. But if you can feel it, then that's all good. Yeah. Well, I mean, you all know Entiendo. Uh, <laughs> that, that much Spanish. I don't understand that much Spanish. And I obviously can't speak it at all. But, um, you know, it, it, like you said, it doesn't matter. In that way, it's kind of like magic. You're casting a spell kind of over people and, and making those changes. And something that I know you did, at least when you got your start in the business side of things, you were heavily, heavily watching Game of Thrones. Um, so <laughs> I'm curious about... Wait, how, wait, hold up. wait, how do you know that, bro? It's my, jo <laughs> it's my job to know. <laughs> As uh, Nardwar would say, I don't know if you watch his interviews, but... He, I'm, like, I'm aware. But, you are reality. We yeah, have to yeah, know. It's, <laughs> Yeah, dude. No, it's, it's crazy. No, I just, um, I'm, I'm a listener. I'm a listener. So I, I hear things, you okay. know what I mean? So, okay. Okay. Chilling, I respect that. but yeah, so okay. like, tell me what role fantasy has played in your overall creative outlook. That's a very interesting question, bro. And I don't think I've ever been asked that. <laughs> I got you. Man, man I, you, did, you did, bro. You threw me off guard, man, for sure. That was, that was something different. I feel like my childhood has a big part to do with it. I've never really been the sporty guy. Like, I've never been into sports. I've always been, like, the creative. Like, I loved playing with toys. Like, the kind of games that I played was, like... Mario was like Sonic and, and stuff like that. So those are all like fantasy games and stuff like that. And that to me just always, I don't know, it just it fascinated me when I was when I was a kid. And it still does. Pokemon too, that yeah. huge, huge part, huge part of my life. And that's just kind of what I gravitated towards because it's like its own, its own world that you're able to experience, mm -hmm. you know? And that to me is, is really cool because like I could play a game that's like Grand Theft Auto. Th those have never resonated with me. It's sometimes, it's obviously not entirely real, but it's like, it's just like playing real life. Like, why do I want to do that if I wake up every day and do that? I don't go and rob liquor stores or anything. But you, you know what I mean? It's <laughs> I like you're playing, yeah. you're playing like, as like a normal yeah, person, you yeah. know? It's basically uh, reality. 
Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And and um like one of my favorite video games of all time is Skyrim. Yeah. Because that that is like such a I don't know why, but I, I love like all like the medieval, like the dragons and the mages and the and the the warriors, all that shit. Like that shit is really cool to me, which is why I fucked with Game of Thrones so yeah. much. Up until the ending, can't fuck with that. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Not do that. Dude, that shit, it, it, it broke me a little bit, man, because I was like, man, I invested so much time. <laughs> yeah, uh, but, me too. Me too, bro. Oh, you know, you know, you know, what's funny, though, is that I I binged watched it when like I started watching. I was like halfway through Game of Thrones when the finale when the last season was happening. So like I missed it when it happened yeah. and I missed it for like the past whatever, eight, nine years. I don't know how long it was on for, mm-hmm. um, but I never watched it until it was wrapping up. So I had the privilege of like binging it like i could sit down all day and like watch everything mm-hmm. it was really really cool but then like towards the end i saw it and i was like damn bro like i really just sat on this damn couch for the past month and like for what that shit was trash but anyways <laughs> anyways like i don't know like the fantasy is just really cool because i'm i'm almost able to like escape this world and not it's not because i don't want to be in this world mm-hmm. it's just to experience something different yeah. you know it's to be taken into a different world that i am not a part of that i get to experience and i guess that that's that's what i love about like fantasy games and just fantasy stuff in general stuff that's not necessarily based in reality that's kind of well i never even realized it but that's kind of what i want to do with my music is like bring you into my world that maybe you don't know me and I don't know you, but you're going to know me through what I'm telling you, you know? So, yeah. so yeah, that's a fantastic question, bro. Dude, my hat's off to you. That was fucking awesome. Dude. I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad you feel that way. And I'm glad that, you know, I got you to think through some things that maybe you hadn't before yeah. um, or in, in different detail, but the whole concept of like accepting alternative worlds um, in order to translate that into your own alternative world while also living in this world to share it with people in this world. Very meta and very, you know, layered in that way. But right before we got on call, I was about to text you and be like, yo, can we start like 10 minutes late? Cause I'm downloading Diablo three, like right now, not right now. Cause I need to save the internet, you know, but, um, like legit, like right before I was, cause I'm trying to get into more like RPG and like fantasy shit because I'm yeah. just starting to re- like, like as far as my personal journey, I'm starting to realize the value of alternative worlds and of falling into those worlds and, you know, you mm-hmm. know, like learning about them and things like that, like legit behind me. I got shoot these books. These books right here. Uh huh. They're my dad's old Dungeons and Dragons lore books. Hard. Yeah. yeah. So Hard. I've been I've been perusing those, and I'm like, yo, this shit's so cool. Like the world, bro. Like just dude, getting it into is. it. Yeah, it's so it's, sick. It's really cool, bro, dude. I like. I I don't know if you've ever played God of War. No. Um, but dude, it's honestly one of the best games that I have ever played in my life. Dude, and here here's the thing that that like people don't really like realize about this like nerdy shit that we're like into. Cause people always call me nerd, a uh, nerd, but I'm like, I, shit, I don't care. I'm mean, like this, <laughs> this is cool ass shit. Like you yeah. just can't understand it. Yeah. But this is cool. This is really cool stuff. Dude, God of War, it like it immersed me in a world like, dude, I, I could not like, it's like a whole, it's like a movie mm-hmm. that you get to play. Yeah. And like the, the story and, and the world and like you pick up little, little bits of like lore that tell you more about the world. Like that to me, even though 
maybe in my songs, I'm not talking about wizards or like fucking whatever. Like yeah. you can still apply, I guess, like the principles of of whatever it is, like the 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 overall idea of whatever it is that you're into. You can apply that to not only your life, but your art and mm -hmm. in your own way that maybe like I'll say something that was inspired by God of War that you will never know that what it came from a freaking video game, you know, yeah. like you'll never know. But because I translated it in my own way, that inspiration came from something that a lot of people don't even give themselves the opportunity to like experience of course I'm, I'm right there beside you and then just to real quick backtrack to the game of thrones thing and to apply it to what we're doing right now but at some point Tyrion says a wise man once said the true history of the world is a history of great conversations in elegant rooms who said this me just now and it's things like that dude it's little gems like that that you just get to like apply to your life things like that you know that that you can pull from and it, that inspires you to that's why i'm into those weird things because you never know what you're gonna get out of it because it's something different something mm. that doesn't even technically exist right you know so the possibilities are quite literally endless you know mm. what the restrictions of everyday life are. i can't i can't freaking rip my shirt off and fly with wings right now but like, like, cause that's not real. Right. But like, if if that if I was in a world where that was real, then shit, like, where am I gonna fly to? Like, how yeah. did I get these? You you know, it's like yeah. it's like there's just all these different possibilities. So so yeah, man, that's I'm still surprised that you found out that I like the Game of Thrones that much. What a tangent! I'm glad we went <laughs> yeah. down the, this this path. Yeah, though. for um, sure. So <laughs> definitely, definitely a lot of abstract head in the clouds uh, type beat, I guess. But um, <laughs> as far as the conversation, but I definitely want to get our boots back on the ground. Yeah, with sure. some marketing stuff. What have you been doing on TikTok? you're at 12k followers that obviously doesn't happen by accident well actually mm -hmm. i take it back it can i know can. yours was intentional so yeah. for you for you how did you make that possible you know i actually had another tiktok account that i started uh in like late 2019 i never really knew what to do with it it was kind of like a little bit all over the place like i would show some videos of my dogs i would show some videos of my music i would do some of these like stupid little skits that i know blow up and um, and one of those stupid little skits did blow up. It got me like eight thousand followers. Whoa. But then when I tried when I tried to like it wasn't just that, but you know it started like it right. got the, the the ball moving. But then once I tried to like get my music in, they're like, oh okay, well like this is what I do. People weren't about that. They're like, mm -hmm. like who cares? Like that's not why I followed you, you know. So I started a new TikTok this year in in Jan like early January, and I wanted to like just make it about music. And I'm like figuring it out as I go. Like I try some things and they don't work. I try others and they really, really do. But I try not to like stick to the same thing all the time. I really try to invite people into my life and show them how I think, but also like give them value because I feel like that's the most important thing that you can do, especially on TikTok. If you want to start to grow your following and and people that, that like will really rock with you is you got to give them value. Mm -hmm. You can't just like post your shit like, hey, like listen to this, watch this like go do this like you can't just do that because you're not you're not giving people a reason to give a shit about you whereas if you can teach them something that they didn't know or expose them to a, a different way of thinking or something that they were not aware of before they'll be like oh okay like 
they'll start asking you questions or they'll start following you to see what else you say, yeah. you know? And, and that's kind of just what I started doing, man. I, I just like started sharing some of my knowledge about music, about, you know, my experiences in the industry and, uh, you know, mixing tips, just giving people game however I can. You know, uh, mm-hmm. I've also been talking a lot about like how it's been like starting like my own business and going full time with it and like giving people tips on like, look, if you're trying to do whatever it is you do full time, like take these things into consideration, mm-hmm. you know, because like I wish I would have learned these. So it's like just being a mentor to some people because some people definitely see me as that. Like they reach mm-hmm. out to me and they like want advice and stuff. So just giving them value, man, honestly, just giving them value any way that I know how. And uh, I don't I don't speak on things that I don't personally know. Mm-hmm. I talk about things that I'm well aware of and, and things that I'm, I'm comfortable giving people advice about. That's how I've been doing that, man. And trying to like sneak in my music in there. Like, Hey, like, I know, you know, me as yeah. like the engineer and the producer, but like, I'm an artist first, mm-hmm. you know? So, so even just yesterday I told people like, Hey, send me a, a, an audio clip of you saying this in my song and I'll put you in it. And like, literally people have started emailing me with so like, uh, like, yeah, like I woke up to some emails. I was like, Oh shit. Wow. Like people are actually doing it. Yeah. And, that, and that, that's really cool. So it's like things like that. And I, cause I made sure to tell them in the video, like when I drop this song, you're going to be a part of it. Like you will be on that like forever mm-hmm. that you're going to be a part of that. Uh, and I don't know, man, people, People like feeling like they're a part of something and that you bring them into your world and allow them to kind of like not stay there, but like allow them to be a part of it or like be a part of the journey. Mm -hmm. That's what I always want to make people feel like and understand that like this journey is like ours. It's not just mine because I can't do it without you, you know, so so it's just making making people feel like that and giving them value. And then once you give them enough value, sometimes you can ask for something like, hey, I'm dropping this song. Can you go pre-save it? Mm-hmm. You know, and then if enough people rock with you, they'll be like, hell yeah. You know, you, you've taught me this. I learned that from you. Yeah, I'll, I'll go pre-save your song, mm-hmm. you know? So, so that's what I've been thinking about, man, is how can I give value to other people? And, and this even goes back to what we were talking about at the beginning when, with having a team, mm-hmm. you know, it's not about what you can do for me. It's about how can I help you too? Some of the greatest relationships that I have, it's like not just them doing something for me, but it's also me contributing to their lives or their purpose in some way, shape or form. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think just as humans, you know, humanity is based in reciprocity and that's how we've been mm-hmm. able to get as far as we have collectively on the most base level, you know, that's how we operate. And so recognizing the function of community and also wanting to genuinely serve that community while also serving yourself because it's a, it's a happy side effect as well is super super important and even yeah. on your tiktok content having practical tiktoks where you go over like that melodyne uh like tutorial mm-hmm. or tip you know that you had about yeah. autotune like that's really really worth people's time you know um who are just getting started I, i'm a firm believer now that you can legit learn everything you need to know about production just on TikTok, to be completely yeah. honest, from what Absolutely. I've seen, like everyone's posting tutorials, you know, but everyone's got their own take on it. And so you get this holistic perspective after you've, you know, watched several hundred of them, maybe, you know, or maybe just mm-hmm. tens of them, but you know, you can definitely learn a lot. But then also on the other side, you have content, like I saw, I saw this one where you were um, doing a skit where it was like the the audio engineer wasn't getting paid for the four hours of work or something like that. And so I'm just curious, 
Has that happened to you? Because that would suck. Dude, of course. Yo, so of course, t- tell, me, tell me tell me, the inspiration <laughs> behind that event. Because, oh my God, dude, I watched that and I was like, bro, I hope this isn't real or based in like an actual story. But tell me <laughs> tell me about the time you, you almost got screwed over in the booth. Man, how much time you got, bro? All of nah, it. No, man. <laughs> dude, no, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, anything that I talk about, I'm not, like, making it up. Like, I'm, I'm only speaking about things that I at least have, like, some sort of knowledge of. Mm-hmm. That specific one, this was a couple years ago. This was the first time that I had I had uh, worked at this studio. Mm-hmm. They brought this guy in. I didn't even know the guy. I just met him that day. So they brought him in, and I was working on a beat. He's like, oh, you're making that beat? And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, do you want me to make you a beat? And he's like, yeah. So I started working on the beat. You know, I started making the beat. I made the whole beat. And then right in front of him, and then he he hopped in the booth and he did his song or whatever at the end of the session. When I told him, I'm like, okay, well, it's going to be this much for the beat and this much for the for the studio time. And he's like, he's like, what? Like, you didn't even do nothing to the beat. And I'm like, bro, I made the beat. <laughs> like, what do you, like, how nice. did I not, how did I not do anything to the beat if without me, there is no beat, you know, I was like, this, this didn't exist when you walked in, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and dude, he, he was, he was a little drunk. So he was getting a little riled up. Like the people had to like step in and like take him outside or whatever. Oh, wow. And I saw, I talked to the studio owner. I'm like, bro, like, I never want to see that guy again. Mm-hmm. Like, give me my money and I'm fucking out of here, bro. Like, I'm like, I like, first of all, that was on a Sunday. I still had a nine to five at that time. And wow. it was like 12 AM. And this was like an hour away from my house. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, dude, I didn't drive all the way over here to be disrespected. Right. You know? Yeah. So, so like, so like, give me my money. I'm gonna get out of here. You're never going to hear from me again. And I never, I never went back there after that, but I, dude, I'm telling you like the, the things that I talk about in the, in the TikToks, especially the skits, they are to some capacity real. Maybe they're a little bit exaggerated mm-hmm. for comedic purposes, right. but the, the, the main idea it's always real, bro. Like, yeah, I've, I've had, I've, I've been in this, in this, uh, in this industry for so many years. I've seen, I've seen so many things, bro. I've experienced so many things and, and been around so many different characters and personalities. Like you're, you're bound to run into something that just like, just yeah. doesn't, doesn't click, you know? So yeah. it's, that's one of the many weird experiences, bro. So they're, they're all based in some sort of reality. Damn, that's crazy. I mean, mildly unfortunate while it's happening, but hey, at least now you got content. Um, and so fingers yep. crossed, you know, you, you live and you learn, you don't run into as many people like that. I mean, you're bound to regardless, but yeah, of course, but I know how to deal with it. Exactly. You know, I know how to yeah, deal well, with that, it. That, and then also maybe now, you know, some red flags to look for. So that's all dude, for sure. Dude. I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. I'm curious about those. Cause I mean, I've never been, I only record by myself, only ever work with people remotely. So it's very easy for me to manage in that way. But mm. what are some of the red flags that you look for or have learned to look for now, whenever you you've got someone that you're working with in the studio? It's funny. Uh, some people will come in here and talk about all the money that they got. Oh God. And then, <laughs> and then when, and then when it's time to pay, they hesitate a little bit. Like, oh, bro. Like, think you can like hook me up or something i'm like bro you you just talked about how much money you got (laughs) and i I see i see the things that you'll be posting Mm. on your social media and i know you got it you just don't want to give it to me because you feel like i'm not worth it you Mm. know so so that that's kind of something that i try to look out for bro is like some people like i'll i'll give them my price and they'll whip out the money and be like here you go 
You know, like they, mm-hmm. they don't think twice about it. I like working with those kind of people because that's the kind of person that I am. Mm-hmm. Some red flags, but I, I, I don't know, man. It's like, it's a lot about like the vibe, bro. It's like, I can, I can kind of tell when you're, you're serious about this, when you're willing to invest or when you, when you think you want to be serious about this or you think you're serious about this until you realize how much goes into this mm-hmm. like you you want you want to be a rapper you want to have all the girls you want to have the chains you want to have the monies and the cool car but you don't realize that you got to pay for this shit mm-hmm. you got you got to pay to like unless you're signed to a record label that that they're paying for all your shit which is still coming out of your pay by the way you still got to pay that shit back but anyway right. it's a different story unless like somebody else is paying for it like you got to put that shit down and that like that's when when somebody hesitates about that I'm like okay well you're either not that serious or you don't understand yet. Mm. You're not there yet. Right. Because right. I had I have I have had people that at first they were like, oh like I don't know. But like once they they realize like the value that I can bring to them and, mm. and why I charge what I charge, they're like, okay, they're 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 cool with it. So I don't know, man. It's it's a lot it's a lot about the vibe and, and the feeling. Like I, I'm over the years I've been able to like pick up on Oh, I can kind of tell how this is going to go. You know, very, very few things surprise me at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, as far as like, oh shit, I didn't see that coming. Like I I can kind of read the room now. Mm -hmm. You know, I I can kind of, I can kind of see the kind of artist they are, not the kind of person they are, because I don't fucking know, but the kind of artist that they are. You just kind of like learn to pick these things up. Before we get into realities, advice for emerging artists, just wanted to let you know that if you wanted to listen to realities music and or connect with them on socials, links are going to be in the description down below. Be sure to also follow me and follow the show wherever you go to stay updated on all things music. I have so many more talks coming out. I have so many good talks that I can't wait to share with all of you coming very, very soon. So stay tuned. I'll catch you in the next one. But for now, here's some advice. What advice do you have for emerging artists coming up? And what would you tell them to help them up their game? This is kind of kind of advice that I, I like to give to everybody is, is just start. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the the scariest part is starting. You may see that you don't know how to make the beats and you don't know how to record yourself and you don't know how to how to market this and you don't know how to upload to spot. You don't know how to do any of this stuff and it gets overwhelming and you're like, oh, I just won't do it. Start somewhere. It doesn't, doesn't matter where. Just start. And once you take that first step, be able to take the second step mm-hmm. and the third step and the fourth step. And then soon you'll be walking and then you'll be running and then you'll be sprinting, you know? So it's like start wherever it is that you, you want to start and you feel comfortable with. Oh, and another thing, move at your own pace. You are not in competition with anybody else other than yourself. I like to, to tell people to think about it as like a track race. If you're running and you see where the finish line is, the moment that you stop and look over at somebody else, you lose focus. Mm-hmm. They pass you up. You trip over yourself and you're, you're trying to get back on track. So don't, don't, even, don't even look at anybody else because they are in their own lane. You're in your own lane. Stay focused on what the end goal is for you and just get there. You're not in competition with anybody else. It's good to have a competitive spirit. Don't circle your your whole career around beating the competition. You are the competition to yourself. Mm-hmm. Things will happen when they're supposed to happen, but you got to put in the work to make sure that they do happen.